so let me explain what we're going to do here. I'm going to try and frame this as best I can. Uh, we'll hear from the council president, vice president. We've got Dan Canelli, Matt Mikljewski here. So I want to start out first by uh, telling you that we have got a great, marvelous staff when it comes to economic development. Um, Council President and I postured, proposed the concepts that you're about to see, and within a couple of weeks, month or so, they put it together into our equity business initiative. Now, I'd like to first go over the background for, for all of this. We know throughout the United States and throughout our nation's history, there has been enormous uh, disparity in regards to equity, particularly as it pertains to the differences between the white and the African-American communities. We know with kind of metrics that we've been discussing here in Madison and around the country, we know the nature of these disparities and how they show up in everything from household income to educational attainment to unemployment rates to health outcomes. We have made some significant changes and had significant progress here in Madison, Wisconsin over the last uh, eight years. But as some of these research reports that we've shared with you show, and some of it is actually observed in Dr. Richard Harris's book uh, where he described growing up black in South Madison, entrepreneurship is one of the key elements that can drive the other outcomes. And it's our belief that without changes in regards to entrepreneurship and business ownership, while we can make progress in closing many of these gaps, the end of these disparities will only come when we have changed the outcomes and how we approach the ownership of businesses, whether it's computer companies or retail stores and dry cleaners. That's the difference. And the reason is it has a lot to do with the accumulation of wealth. And while there's many well-paying jobs, the kind of accumulation of wealth that can attached to so many families only comes in entrepreneurship for a lot of people. Madison used to have robust communities in which uh, we had a lot of African-American owned businesses. And um, the undermining of that came with the triangle. And while the triangle might be looked at as an urban renewal plan that for one generation in one location was disruptive. Its legacy, as has been the legacy of uh, the disruption of neighborhoods throughout the United States, is to create greater poverty and shut off channels for the accumulation of wealth. If, and let me stop for a second, if we look at the disparities we've talked to talked about, income, unemployment, 
academic achievement. One of the greatest disparities in Madison, Wisconsin, is business ownership. When you tackle this disparity and start making a difference, then you get to accumulation of wealth, you get to home ownership, and you start creating a new discussion which does not lead us down a path of the challenges of disparity. It's one that is truly equitable. So we're proposing the Equity Business Initiative. Let me start out by saying this is an idea. It's the culmination of years of work in some programs, and it contains some new initiatives. It's my hope, it's our hope, that this is something that will be ready for the 2020 budget. What it means is we spend the next six months doing two things. One, sending this through the city committee process, but secondly, taking it to those individuals and organizations in the community who have indicated clearly that they want to open these doors and make a difference. And they're not necessarily aware that this is being proposed. So if you were to run out immediately and ask them, uh, they're not going to have a lot of information. But we do see, for example, the Urban League, the YWCA, uh, Reverend G and Nehemiah, and various other organizations examining this document, telling us what's right with it, telling us how it can be improved. And then we, as I said, put it through the city committee process, and hopefully we'll have some something in the end which is really going to make a difference. Now, what we're really talking about here is access and taking existing city programs uh, to another level. I want to point out that the target populations are communities of color, the African-American community in particular, women, immigrants, and veterans. I've indicated that we have, um, we're combining a number of, of, of programs. And if you go to what's labeled part one, you will see Kiva, the TIF program, our facade grant programs, our workforce training programs, our co-op programs, our market-ready and healthy retail access programs, and we, one is we want to get all of them aligned. That's the first key item. We want a business-ready program as described in Part 2. We want to do loan matches. We want to have impacts in commercial grants. And we want to have assistance in commercial down payments. Now, if you look at Tier 4, we don't have time to go over all of it, if you look at Tier 4 over on this page, um, we're talking about supporting business owners buying or developing buildings for their businesses. One of the great challenges is that while you may be successful in your business, that success can lead to the uh, property owner 
significantly increasing your rent. And we want the person who made that property valuable to have an opportunity to own their property. So we may be talking about zero interest loans, no payment due unless property sold. Loans up to 35% of the cost of the building or project. And uh, our vision is up to a quarter of a million dollars in such loans. It is not going to be the city alone. It is our hope that existing financial institutions, the banks and the credit unions, will, will meet with us and will participate in this program given their obligations to uh, be involved with community financing. So with that, uh, I'd like to, to turn the, uh, uh, the program here over to Council President uh, Samba Baldeth, who has been working with people in his district and his neighborhood the last several months in identifying properties and helping to uh, shape the scope of this project. You want Thank you. Come on, right. Today, we join many cities around this great nation that have committed to paving the path of opportunity to entrepreneurship for people of color. Entrepreneurship is a way for financial security, but more importantly, it's an investment in the city of Madison whole community. Both President Samba, myself, and Alder McKinney, along with the mayor and the city staff, has worked diligently to bring this from a vision to reality. And I can emphasize more that this is an opportunity, it's a hand up, it's not a handout. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, I wasn't prepared to speak on this, but um, the mayor said creating opportunity and creating possibility. And so I zero in on that because in order to create wealth, you have to have strong mentorship. It doesn't mean that you can land there and know how to go left, how to go right, how to go forward. When you step back, you move forward. And this requires a sound commitment, not to the city, not just to the city, but also businesses and communities when we talk about the giant wealth divide that is well documented. So we can talk about it or we can move in action. And so I will be going through this document very, very carefully so that I can be an advocate for it because when you talk about building high impact nonprofits of color, you see 90, 85, 90% of the users of the services, but you don't see a corresponding number of people who provide those services as well. And so this is an opportunity for us to actively engage in making a change in the city, and I absolutely support that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I would start by saying thank you uh, to the media for being here, but Mayor for also 
being open to having this uh, very lengthy discussion. So for me, it started when Seri and I were elected to council president and vice president, uh, respectively. Uh, the media, obviously, everybody was all over it. Uh, it's never happened. You know, this is great and all that kind of stuff. So what do we show for it? I mean, for me, that's what this is about. Uh, and so that's why uh, Barbara, Seri, and DeMeo, since day one, you know, uh, have been engaged in making sure that uh, by the time our time is over, uh, that we are able to show something. But uh, just like people of color has been struggling to socially connect, they've also been struggling to financially connect in this city. And I think what this program is about is to help us get connected, but also have more access to the pie. As a small business owner, I know what the challenges that I face out there. I've engaged my community. Uh, I have uh, reflected on my own business experience and came to the mayor, the council vice president, Barbara, uh, to make sure that we come up with something that can change people's life. Uh, we all approach life differently. Uh, people of color, particularly African Americans, uh, approach business differently. That doesn't mean their ideas are not good. So I hope uh, this is the beginning of it. Obviously, this has to uh, come to resolutions and through all these committees and council. Uh, what I would like to say now is that even though uh, we'll have a new council in uh, maybe a few weeks, uh, I want to uh, speak to them directly now, and I will try and talk to uh, each and every one of them about this. That is important that we move this forward. Uh, the Madison city is a very liberal city, but sometimes some of our policies are not very reflective of that. Uh, and that is, in many cases, I think the council has a role to play in that. Uh, let me speak about my community. Because what I experience in my community, even the mayor does not experience. So take what I tell you to be the reality of my community. So I ask the council to join the four of us who are here and then move this forward. Let's bring equity to the city of Madison. People come to work. Just yesterday I was talking to somebody at work. This is somebody I uh, was born in the city, but in the 70s I moved because I couldn't connect socially and even economically when I go to work. Why is that? Because we have no access to wealth. We have good ideas. You go and start a project and rent $3,000, like the mayor said, uh, one year down the road, you are making a lot of profit and you are becoming really uh, very prosperous in your business. And all of a sudden, the rent is 10000 Why can't you own that property? Why can't the city help you own that property? So this is what this is about. It's about equity and moving the city forward because all of us will live here. The crimes that we see in the street are as a result of the opportunities that uh, people of color lack. So let's work together. The council, the mayor's office, uh, whoever come back, I don't know if I'll come back, I have a challenger, the mayor has a challenger, but we hope we'll be back. If we are not back, whoever is here, I will be here to advocate for this. Thank you, everybody. Robert, yes. Since we're six days away from an election, mm -hmm. What happens if one or both of you or any of you are not in office next week? Does this move forward, or is that up to whoever takes over? So the thing is there is no resolution that is written yet. My understanding if, say, for example, if there is a resolution that I was sponsoring or the mayor was sponsoring and none of us came back, then this cannot move forward that way. Somebody has to sponsor it for it to move forward. Uh, but my hope is that we'll be back. If, uh, if, if we are not back, I will be back as a, a resident of this city to advocate for my community. So one way or the other, I will find a way to move this forward. Can I just, just add to that? It's my belief 
given the values and what people of this city have said over the last several years, that no matter who is in office, this is going to move forward. And the reason I say that is this epitomizes the desires and the aspirations of, of, of the people of Madison. And while this may not be perfect, and it may go through some modifications and changes over the next five or six years, five or six months, this is a blueprint that we can follow, and it's based on findings and the research uh, that we've distributed. And I want to add one more thing, which I think was implicit in what the council president said. When we talk about becoming a welcoming city, one of the things that we've observed around the United States is that when there is an absence of African-American owned businesses, when there's an absence of businesses owned by communities of color, that unwelcoming feeling spreads. Conversely, create the entrepreneurship, see these buildings owned with businesses from African-Americans, Latinx, Asians, and that then transcends and creates that welcoming feeling, that feeling that this is our community. I want to just tell one quick story that epitomizes it and also reflect that it is reflected in, in uh, Dr. Richard Harris's book, uh, Growing Up Black in South Madison. There was a number of us who went to Birmingham, Alabama a number of years ago with a half a dozen young men from community, from Madison. Uh, they're known as uh, being members of the Brotherhood uh, from, from Ally Drive. And these young men went out into the community in Birmingham and came back the next morning. And when we were having breakfast, uh, Dr. Rose and I asked them what they saw. And they said with wonderment, we never knew there were so many black-owned businesses. And that left an indelible impression on them, and that is reflective of what we're talking about. Are there any current small businesses or entrepreneurs that you've met who you think could benefit from this program? Uh, yep, I've met a good number of them, and some of them actually, because I have no answers for them. I had no answers for them. I referred them to the mayor and say, go to him and let him tell you what he's going to do. This is what I want us to do. Abo is not there. I mean, we have little bitty pieces here and there, but on this critical piece, we've not been able to put together yet. Yes, so there are business uh, owners or people who have started other businesses who are interested in this kind of stuff that I've met with and have this conversation with. Um... So the, 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 the team that I sent here is mainly interested in uh, affordable housing. They are people of color, and mainly they are the people impacted by homelessness. So they are interested in it, but they are struggling with uh, 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 capital for some of their investment. So that was one of the uh, group that I sent here. And there's one example we've already recently had, mm -hmm. which is Luna's. Luna's, yeah. And I think the point ought to be made that Luna's has inspired us to say, yes, this is the right thing to do, but we have to broaden it. We have to broaden it to include not just food, but all businesses. We have to broaden it in terms of how much money we're putting in, and we have to broaden it to include ownership of the property, not just rental. 
And so while we were developing the program, Luna's opens up, and this gives us new insights as to the potential of what we can achieve. Hmm. So your goal was to have this in the twenty something like this in the twenty twenty budget. But could you just walk me through what are the you know, like immediate next steps? Like what is happening today, tomorrow on this well, initiative? The resolution. Yep, so we obviously have to put together a resolution. That is one thing. Uh, but uh, I'm also interested to see if an amendment can be made to the capital budget uh, so that we can get this program started as soon as possible. The year just began, so I don't want us to sit here for 10 months uh, just because we can do something, even if you have to pilot or have at least a possibility of uh, financing two businesses uh, before the next budget. So I'll advocate for uh, uh, a budget amendment uh, outside of this being part of the 2020 and 21 budget. We, we, we would like to have funds available this summer mm -hmm. in case somebody comes along right. wanting to be involved in a program like this. This also says that the first step is to do a review of the current business development programs. I guess who will be leading that review and sort of what are the things that the city will be looking for? Well, the policy part of it will come from the council and myself. Mm -hmm. The people who are doing it are standing right behind you. So, yeah, so I guess in the review of that analysis, what kinds of things are you looking for in the current programs, which I like the market ready programs, and they're listed in here too, um, the, the HIVA loans and healthy retail access, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, I think when you look at those existing programs that we have in place, uh, in, in many cases, uh, they've already been successful mm -hmm. at, at helping uh, business owners of color. So the question would become, you know, what are there ways that we can adjust those program guidelines or redirect those uh, programs uh, to, to further in that effort? I think another important consideration is how the city sort of uh, promotes the availability of the programs. Uh, that was key through the, a key lesson that we learned through the Market Ready program, uh, that sometimes the traditional way that the city simply puts a program on its website mm -hmm. isn't necessarily the, the best way to, to connect with some of these communities. And so maybe not only thinking about the program itself, but how we make sure that entrepreneurs are aware that those programs exist. Thank you. One of the things that we did for the um, – help me out mental moment here. Uh, we had that conference across the street for the federal uh, zone, opportunity zones. So we had the opportunity zone conference. What I'd like to see us do is assemble all of the people who are already in business, bring together those nonprofits that are supportive of them. Anyone who's interested, I'd like to bring in all of the lending institutions because we really have to inspire them to participate in part of the financial uh, aspects of this and start a conference like that. Anything else? Thank you very much. Thank you. We expect to be talking a lot about this in the future. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>